issue podcast we're a podcast based out of dallas uh, a bunch of guys love talking about comic books and pop culture uh my name is clay harrison i've been doing this about three years uh and pretty much my favorite stuff right now is uh anything jerry duggan's doing uh, anything donny cates is doing uh the show barry and doom patrol on dc universe because we're going to talk about that in another episode i love that show so much adrian Hi, my name is Adrian Harry, um, formerly of Justice Sec Podcast, but, um, uh, I think we all are. Yeah, 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 we're all alumnus. Um, today's episode should be fun. It's a book that I have grown to love, and, um, although everybody hasn't read all of it, um, we're going to have an interesting discussion. I am... <laughs> Don't want to pass it. You just want to jump off the edge. Mm-hmm. That's how I roll, man. So, good morning. I'm Daniel Martinez. Uh, and, man, did we have a good Batman week this week. Really? We had Batman, Detective Comics 1001, and the Batman Who Laughs all in the same week. You so, can't two have... of the billion Bat Family books, and that's a good week? Ooh. <laughs> I wish there was more. I how wish many I more get... variants covers? Uh, do you don't want to know? I did get. I got home yesterday, and there was a box sitting there in front of my house. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever they're, whenever I finally get everything that I ordered in, uh, we can go through it and take a look. Dang. Show and tell. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm Josh Rose. Uh, I am uh, the founder of the Dallas Combat Club, which um, most everyone here is is part of. We've been going strong about 12 years now, and uh, currently I am into and. I'm way behind on everything. Um, I'm currently into also Doom Patrol, uh, the TV show. Um, I we just wrapped up The Good Place. And in terms of comics, I've been reading some weird stuff. I'm reading the new Green Lantern series. Very weird. Very weird. I love it. Um, I've been reading the very final uh, miniseries of League of Gentlemen, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and... Uh, Gideon Falls. Those are my current reads. I just got caught up on Gideon nice. Falls. Nice. All right. But, good. I, but I've just realized I'm missing issue 11. So I, so I was like, Uh-oh. I went looking for it, and yeah, my shop didn't pull it. And so I was like, oh shit. So I stopped at 10, and I'm like, it's it's really a slow burn. It's such it a is. slow burn. It is. But again, I think I I feel like these. The first series I was lukewarm on, the first six issues, yeah. the second six issues have been pretty solid. And it's funny because I didn't realize um, in preparation for today I read Old Man Logan, and I didn't realize it was the same artist. Uh, and it was interesting seeing, I think, two very different tones of a book the same by artist? the same artist. Yeah. So the, Isn't the it? newer Andrea. Old Man Logan... Not the not the original the, one. Okay. The, Did I not read the the yeah. one for I, I read the Bendis. You, you might have read this. That's the Secret Wars. One. You read the wrong one. Oh my god! <laughs> so confused. It's I gave it. you the cup. Mm. No, no, no. Mm. And I thought I got the one that you sent me, Adrian. I mm. swear I did. Mm. You have Old Man Logan from, what, 2007? Mm. I just want everybody to know that <laughs> I felt bad yesterday. Because <laughs> in my heart, I wanted to choke the shit out of Josh because <laughs> he told me he read 
old man Hawkeye. And then a couple hours later, before he's supposed to go to bed, he's like, was I supposed to read volume two, too? (laughs) It's a discussion on old man. And I felt bad because I wanted to jump out of my bed, drive to Dallas, and choke the shit out of him. (laughs) Now I realize he read the wrong old man Logan on top of that. Did you find out? I we want were to do a show both? where Josh just talks yeah. about the wrong book, and we all just sit here. And yeah, 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 for an yeah. Hour. yeah, 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 yeah. Did, did you look at the Facebook post where I announced that we were reading Volume One and Two, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what happened." I that is exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think if you if you check the timestamp on <laughs> your <laughs> post and my mm-hmm. message, you'll yeah. see they're very close together. Um, that's so what anyway, in my head. hi, I am absolutely useless to this discussion. You're welcome. <laughs> Only fifty percent useless. No, 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 because I, I think uh, there's some discussion about the book that I'd like to get into and, and with you not knowing I, right, you know, yeah. I can lay down some foundation of some things that we can go in different directions in the book right. so let's dig in alright so um, excuse me uh, we're going to be discussing um, the book uh, the, the mini series Old Man Hawkeye okay. um, is it a mini series? well I mean it's only 12 issues it's supposed to be done oh it's um, done because it finishes yeah, well, like, you, well, that, that's one of the yeah. things I wanted to talk about because it was supposed to be just 12 issues and then you get to that last panel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's. let's uh, uh, who, who wrote this? Because uh, I, it's written by Ethan Sachs. Um, and the artist. Not too well known of an artist. Um, Marco Cicchetto is the artist. Um, he's one of Marvel's young. Yeah. He's one of Marvel's young guns. That was announced really last year. Really good. It was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Very solid throughout. Um, I loved his Wait bullseye. A minute, <laughs> I read Through, volume one. Throughout, I know, mm. I know, I know up to a certain moment, and then I don't know anything after that. Um, I looked at Ethan Sachs. I don't. He, he hasn't he done has much. Done much, and this is pretty good. This for, is very, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. not not a first timer, but I mean, he's written some other stuff. But uh, this. Well, I mean, the, considering that he picked up, he. I mean, the this pretty much um, the story of Old Man Hawkeye. Is follow is pretty much a prequel to the original Old Man Logan series. Um, if you read that, read. yeah. Um, <laughs> if you read that, but uh, it takes place five years before um, Old Man Logan uh, took place, and the story he created and the things he built off of and gave some mythology to the stuff that happened in Old Man Logan, I thought was fantastic. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, the thing I like about the, the, you know, when the villains win and the future is bad, the days of future past type stories, right. is to see who's still alive. Right. And who's turned. When the, you know, universes collide, I have no idea. Yeah, we're back. We're okay. Back, so we'll just keep going from here. All right. Um, we were talking about the writer and artist. Um, Ethan Sachs hadn't done much. He had done a couple of issues. Uh, and so it was nice to see him get a whole run and do a right. good job like this. Right. Marco, I, I cannot. Chichetto. Chichetto. Mm-hmm. What else has he done? Um, I'm not sure. I know he was part of um, 2018's Marvel Young Guns. He was part of that that group of artists. Um, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the arts were really good. His covers were awesome. He does good hair. Yeah. <laughs> He, he does, he yeah. does, yeah. <clears throat> you say that about a few people. You like you, George Perez when he was doing Wonder Woman, good hair. Good hair. He would do, he would always do good yeah. hair. Now you got Hawkeye and uh, in the second book, Kate Bishop's in it. She, she's in the first book. Oh, she shows okay. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, there and and does hair and action yeah. shots and everything. And I'm like, man, this guy takes his time. Well, and I I want to say too, your point, Adrian, about the covers. Mm. There was a a glitch in my 
comicsology version mm. where they repeated the cover of issue three for issue four, mm-hmm. and I was really bummed because I wanted to see what it was because right. I was really enjoying like like swipe you know swiping right. over to the you know the next issue. And I was like, oh, that's, that was last issue. So anyway, uh, comicsology, get on that. Uh, yeah, really quick update. Sorry, Marco Chichetto. He's uh, he's worked on a lot of the Star Wars books. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. and he's currently doing. Daredevil with Chip Zdarsky. Oh, so, no, but that's nice. also for three. So that, mean, that means oh, no, no, they no, got I'm sorry, I'm sorry. pretty good faith uh, in him. Six. Yeah. six gets repeated for, like, five gets repeated for four, or six gets repeated for five. One of them gets repeated. Okay. I think it's that one, actually. Um, um, the, one, the one thing that I have such a... Okay. So when the, world, when the world falls to the supervillains... Why does everything become an old western look? Do they just not realize they oh, did they destroy all the, the cityscapes? Yeah, did they destroy all the cities? Do we just have saloons and I I think that there was a lot more destruction and like than we think. And the only thing we could rebuild was like old western towns. Well, yeah, cuz we just have wood and that's it. <laughs> all right. And, and canvas, <laughs> <laughs> and and those old player pianos, and that's that's all that survives. I mean, it, <laughs> also an Xbox would not survive the apocalypse. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that I did. Out there. I did wonder that actually. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but we kind of get like the one thing that I hate about these worlds is we get this story of like you know, oh, all the heroes are dead except these. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's, it's, right. But I think it, if you read the whole thing. There's a, there's a, a, I think they explain, they they do, this is the one story where they do a pretty good explanation as to why the heroes that are still left, why they're still left. When you get to the point where they finally tell, because Old Man Logan, they just, they just gloss over the fact that all the heroes are dead. You know all the heroes are dead. Logan thinks he has a hand in why, and Hawkeye as well. Um, but they never really explained what happened. And then in this series, they explain when you get to that part where they, they tell the story of what happened to the Avengers yeah. and the X-Men, it's, it's kind of sad. You feel for Hawkeye because he's the only one left. And the reason why he's left behind, it's kind of heartbreaking, you know, right? Oh yeah. And, um, because although it was still PG 13, it was still a gruesome ending to what happened to the Avengers. Um, and they didn't, and they and the group of Avengers they showed really wasn't like your A-list Avengers now, right? right? That was another problem I had is not having. I mean, granted, Baron Zemo is an A-list uh, villain, but Heck yeah, mm-hmm. the Thunderbolts. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I never was really but, a big Thunderbolts fan, so. But it, it makes sense because, like I said, the the team of heroes or Avengers that. Because they broke up into teams, right? And the one that Hawkeye was leading, it'd be obvious that the Thunderbolts were because he was the leader of the Thunderbolts at the time. Well, see, I I took it as the Thunderbolts because what you have is a group of heroes who previously were villains, and it seemed right. to play with that that sense of and go back who's to good, villains. who's bad, right? Yeah. So, and which can also, ever, can you ever really redeem yourself? Right, I mean, right, we, right. we kind exactly. of see these moments in here where, as individuals. They're either you know fully evil or kind of regret what they did. Right. right. Songbird's a good example. I Songbird thought, is. I thought, I thought that that whole arc with Songbird was great. Yeah. Um, the way they handled that and how she kind of found redemption before she was killed. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, basically, I think we should go back. So, 
to yeah. The, let's the, let's the go through volume the, one because volume one is really yeah. fun with a lot of. Uh, the, I mean, the story. And I know volume one. The sto- <laughs> yeah, the story opens up. Um, Hawkeye is um, pretty much running shotgun for this um, for Justin, Justin Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah that Just, was awesome. Justin Hammer is trying to get this stuff to a Again, particular a destination. Who should be alive because he's not that important and wouldn't have been wiped out. Right. Sam Rockwell definitely got away. We know that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, and they're ambushed by um, oh, that's so good. <laughs> by multiple men. That is um, awesome. That was th- great. That was, that was great. Um, <laughs> and the story just goes from there. Um, Hawkeye decides he's going to go on um, a revenge spree um, to get even with what happened. In the events of when the Avenger when the Avengers fell, um, and what and we'll get into reasons why he was left alive later. But um, that's pretty much how this story kicks off: is he's going off on his revenge thing, and the big bad of the book shows up, and I thought that was a perfect choice. I did too. Yeah. Um, what they did great. with the character was great. Um, it looks so cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say it because I really, I really felt like that should have been Matt Murdock's nemesis more than Hawkeye's. But I think if you read Volume Two, <laughs> there's a reason for that. Yeah, and because of, it makes sense. Well, I, 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 yeah, I just assume it has to do with you're talking about two people who are deadly sharpshooters, right? And one of them is losing that capability. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, and another thing we should mention like if you read Old Man Hawkeye, by the time we get to Old Man Haw- or Logan, um Hawkeye's pretty much blind. Yeah. Um and can, can it, I can I uh, sidetrack us for a second cuz yeah. I want to talk about the Madrix game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Such a cool little like drop in the story because you as you read when they attack uh Hawkeye, there's no primary anymore. So all these clones, these multiple oh. men exist without I missed out kind that. of a leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of want to know what breakdown went through. Like, like how, many, how many multiple men existed when the primary died? Right. How many lost their mind? How many, like, there has to be some sort of real weird, bizarre story behind that that I would love to see the details right. of. Like I said, I think... Sachs does a really good job of building on the mythology of the original Old Man Logan series. Oh, definitely. And the little drops and hints that he, he gives towards the Old Man Logan. Like, we find out in the first couple of issues, um, one of the, because I think we can all admit that Old Man Logan was a weird story. I mean, you had the Hulk gang, you had... Well, you had an incestuous Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Which Hulk. led to the Hulk Go gang. Which, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, and then you had you had a a, a venomized T Rex in, in Old Man Logan. Yes. And you find out, and and the the venomous T Rex has a heart on for Hawkeye. He's the he's it's the reason why he's chasing him through the freaking oh. desert. And oh. you never understood why, but you Until understand and, yeah. you understand why this comes about now. Um, after the first volume of Old Man Logan, oh, that is that's really Hawkeye. subtle. I did yeah, that, yeah. And so, like, there's just there's just little things, little throwbacks to Old Man um, Logan that were just even though Ethan Sachs didn't read or write Old Man Logan, it's <laughs> cool. To, it'd be pretty impressive if he didn't read it either. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's like he's like wait 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 why is I Batman read the wrong here? one? Right. <laughs> he, he only read Bendis's and then. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, the one I read, funny. the Secret yeah. Wars one. He, he turns his work into Marvel, and they're like, which book did you read? <laughs> He's like, there's 18 of them. Which one was I supposed to read? That's, by the way, that's just me hmm. explaining no, why I read everyone. the wrong one. <laughs> that's everyone. But, uh, yeah. Well, uh, one uh, out of every four Americans are affected by Marvel's renumbering. <laughs> no doubt. Did you, did you guys like the fact that, oh, man, they... Uh, I thought it was a really interesting touch that they gave him a daughter, um, and that she was biracial. Yeah, um, I thought that was interesting, um, interesting touch, and well, and, and somehow related to Luke Cage, right? Right. Okay. Well, no, um, Luke Cage was the only reason Luke Cage was in there was because um, the doctor he's using is Claire Temple. Okay. All right. Then Not nurse. Night nurse. Yes. Okay. I, I so I picked up on that, but then okay. All right. But uh, I think I can't remember what. Um, I, I, you know, he goes to these little towns, and each one of these villains have control of the towns, and so you see like all these Ultron robots in one old town, and yeah. you know. Um, but Ultron Eight is not a bad guy. Yeah. Right. 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 He, he's I'm, been reprogramming stuff. So. Okay. So. So the one. All right. The. The one thing I didn't fully grasp. That's pretty good. One thing. I know. Right. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah. But okay. So I, I. I like the way he structured it. I feel like if he'd structured it where we got the entire backstory at the beginning and then he goes on the revenge spree, I would have liked the book less. I like the way that as you read more and more, you're kind of figuring out. There is a purpose to this. It's what? Kill Bill. It, it, it is. is Kill it Bill uh, compacted. It's it's uh, each as he goes to face each one. Yep. It's like oh yeah, remember this? Right, and right. Like, yeah. You know, you, you hear almost the music mm-hmm. as he does his. Yeah, he does it would have been cool if one of the episodes changed the animation style or the the yeah. art style. Yeah. But what is the impetus for him to finally go on this revenge spree? Like what? What kicks I, that off? I think, I think it's the glaucoma. Yeah, yeah. Because when he's with Claire, and he just realizes he only has a certain certain amount, amount of time. time yeah, okay. right. All right. Um, because again, in the wrong old man Logan book that I read, mm-hmm. it's a uh, severed head of an Ultron that just lands in front of him, and I'm like, I don't. Why does that? What? Right. I'm just very confused. So right. that book is very similar to this because when Logan comes to the the 616, he has a list of people that he believes if he kills them now, he can stop everything uh, from happening. So they also fill you in a I little bit I would think that, that would just be Red Skull. Yeah. You would be wrong. <laughs> mm. I, Please, someone encourages Red Skull to become... No, 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 no. I mean, that's, he's not the only one on the list. There's I, like five people. He's got him in his... I do like... President Skull and his weird Hitler cosplay yeah. companion. Uh, very, right. very strange. But um, one of the, the really subtle artistic touches I enjoyed is when he goes to the murder world town. Yes. If you notice in the background with the roller coaster, mm-hmm. the, the coaster tracks go up to this like wooden head of right. Uh, arcade. Right, yeah. There's no gap for you to go through. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept looking at the panel. I'm like, I feel like that's just there to kill people. I'm like, like, you know, like it is this right. death yeah. trap, you know? Yeah. It, it was a really nice touch. It was oh, really yeah, there, good. Were some, there were some great. So, um, <laughs> I thought one of the biggest, there was a lot of, 
we're dealing with a bunch of bad guys because all the good guys are dead, right? Right. But what bullseye does the freaking Hammers family? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was that was brutal. Break break it down for the listeners. Oh, I don't want to spoil the whole thing. No, we're spoiling the whole book. That's the point of this show. I'm about to spoil the other terrible thing he does to bodies, but go ahead. We're about to spoil volume two for Josh. (laughs) 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 But uh, after the, 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 they were able to complete the run um, that, and so Hammer goes back to Hammer Falls um, where he's where he lives with his wife and I guess three three sons now, I oh think it boy. is. Yeah. And when he gets home, uh, Bullseye's there because Bullseye's now on the hand because Bullseye the Bullseye's whole point in this is that we know that Bullseye is murderous. He hasn't killed a hero in forty two years since the events of. Oh. And so that's the reason why he all of a sudden gets a hard on for for oh, Hawkeye. That and you'll find out in volume okay. two that he is such a hard on for Hawkeye that um, Red Skull is upset. He's upset that, you know, I told you it's right. just freaking Hawkeye. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. just leave him alone, you know, blah, blah, blah. Come back. I need you back here. Bullseye won't give up. Yeah. To the point where Red Skull sends somebody after him to bring him back. Or kill him. Yep. Which and that's I, how volume one ends. I know yeah. who that is. You do know who that is. I know yeah. who that is. And, and I, yeah. You, you missed a really good fight. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll read it. It's yeah. A, um, I think you think you know who that is, but it's not the first person they see. That they right. Send. Oh. In, yeah, yeah, they in sent ice? a couple of people. They sent, I think they sent Taskmaster they sent first. Taskmaster, but they sent him oh, as oh. a warning. Yeah, no, no. Then, okay. then it is Winter Soldier. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah then yeah. it is yeah. Winter Soldier, yes. Oh, God, that was... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but, um, so Bullseye kills both of his sons um, at the dinner table. Yes. <laughs> and then he kills his wife to get the information. Well, no, he, no, 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 she, no, she, no, she leaves she, her alive. She, lives, he, yeah. she kills Hammer, or he kills Hammer yeah. after, just to get the information of where Hawkeye is going. Yeah. And uh, the hunt pursues from there. Um, and and if, as if Bullseye was not dangerous enough... Let's put some Deathlock technology in him. Yeah. yeah which I forgot about that. makes him like, it's like kind of like Cyborg now where he's got like a targeting the, eye on the Targeting eye information. Size. Like he's got Google Glass now. <laughs> I, to me, I love the bowler hat. Yeah. I, I do too. I and, cool. the, and the mustache. Like yeah, I, I kind of want Colin Farrell to play him this well, version of Bullseye. Well, I mean, so. the, the thing about it, what really... Like I said, there's some artistic and literary license that he takes in this book. And I like the fact that, okay, he couldn't do much with the Old West. That's the thing that was set up in Old Man Logan. But the make that that, that each region has a sheriff. And Bullseye is playing up as a sheriff of Nottingham, pretty much. Yeah, It -hmm. was a really good touch. I mean, it's not explicitly said that that's who this... But you get that feeling, right? Just naturally throughout the story that he's playing the sheriff of oh, Nottingham. Shit. And Hawkeye's Robin Hood. I didn't even put that together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either, Daniel. I was, that I was, is I was, why we have these talks. Yeah. Someone needs to throw in that mind blowing meme into the video. <laughs> is it just the head exploding? Yeah, from, yeah, uh, yeah. Or like that that brain that starts yeah, lighting what, up something. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was, I would try to research this because I wanted to see who his daughter was uh, that was in here, and uh, when he goes about to talk to her, her mom is Tanya, 
who is a descendant of Peter Parker. Spider right. sense from your dad's side of the family. Oh. Right. Yeah. So this. So he has like a teenage daughter. Is she like because yeah. because in Old Man Logan, his daughter is in that book. Yeah. Hawkeye's mm-hmm. daughter is in right. that book, but she's assumed some kind of spider identity. That's right. right. Yeah. That's later so, when she's yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so then he has had a daughter within the past twenty years. Good for him. Hey, I mean, well, no, now well, we have to ask the question: Who slept with more people than Hawkeye in the Marvel universe? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, we. Well, and we. Hercules. <laughs> well, 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 no. Maybe. Maybe Stark. Star Fox. Star Fox should be the winner. But Star Fox yeah. probably uh, slept with more winner. entities, species overall, for sure. <laughs> right. Just because he was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking Earthlings oh, or just here. any? Hawkeye man. was confined to Earth, so he's only got about seven billion people to go through. I, I want to <laughs> before the fall. I'm, I'm going to bet you on some of those space adventures. He got a little strange out there. A little Doctor yeah. Strange? Uh, no, no, a little Doctor. alien strange. <laughs> a little Adam strange. <laughs> Because now, now we know we know that he's had a lot, and, and we know Star Lord has had a lot of women in his Apparently. past. We almost need to go through it because that's what's weird is he he goes from old man Hawkeye, Ethan Sachs' next book is old man Star Lord, so he's doing Star Lord oh. story, yes. and it's only got three issues out. And after reading this, I kind of want to pick it up. Yeah, oh, I, I, well, I, I want I wanted so. I, like it. I've been on this, so I started reading this as the issues were coming out. Yeah, uh, last year and I was really it. excited about it and then of course you know time money blah 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 uh, I finally picked up the I was just going to wait for the trades to come out mm-hmm. so I picked up both of the trades and I read it and I then I read that they were coming out with an old man quill and I was super excited and then CBR ran an article after the first issue and I was like uh, maybe I'll wait what'd it say oh, they didn't good. like it um, oh, man, I but the the first issue, well, I, I I think what was kind of strange was that, you know, it's a space adventure, but we're talking about the six one six in 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 the future. But I, from what I understand and what I gather is that he knows something's wrong, and comes to Earth. Him and the Guardians are ba- they get back together because they've been disbanded for a while. He's the leader of <laughs> Old he, Man Rocket. He took <laughs> he took uh. He took the place. Uh, I guess he's the the the, the king of um, oh, Spartax. King of Spartax yeah. yeah, he's the king of Spartax now. He has a family. Um, but him and the Guardians get together to go find out what happened, and they come to Earth. And that I guess that's been issue two and three. So I haven't read, I haven't heard anything about that. So I may go ahead and pick up. Damn, but, I like that setup because I assumed it was going to take place in space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's cool. But then it doesn't tie back to the things going right, on. Like, right. It wouldn't it wouldn't have any of the world building right. in it. But and with that set up And the thing about it is is that he did such a great job on this story that I can't imagine Old Man Quill being a total disappointment. Right, exactly. Right. Well the hard part for me is like when you when you look at Old Man Logan, you know, uh, Logan first appears in Hulk one eighty one. So how do they how, who, who does he fight at the end of Old Man Logan? He has to fight, like, the Hulk's descendants. Right. You know, the, like, the things that tie them together in their history. Um, with Hawkeye and Bullseye, I mean, you have uh, the Dark Reign where right. uh, he was Hawkeye for a long time. Yeah. Under... Who was Norman Osborn? N- Norman Osborn. Um, I don't know who Quill's nemesis is. I don't. I mean, other than Thanos. But then, isn't that kind of everyone's nemesis? Right. Um, what if he doesn't have one? 
What if it's about an outsider in the Marvel Universe coming to the 616 and kind of figuring out what's happening? I always thought Old Man Quill would be the story of he's the last one of the Guardians and he's burying one of them and he's taking them to their home planet. I'd say maybe Groot because that would be the one that you wouldn't understand the most and maybe (laughs) yeah and uh, maybe Rocket's with you maybe Rocket's not with you maybe he joins halfway through because him and Groot had a falling out and you don't know I don't know I kind of there's a lot to that story that I want to Damn it, now I'm going to read this book. Just <laughs> to encapsulate, you know, really kind of the history. I guess when I see them trying to write, like, what the post-apocalyptic future's about, it's still they're fighting the same battles with their nemesis. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to point out that I loved about the book was, um, much like Tom King's run on Batman, he is taking some of the smaller, less known character, more popular characters... And giving them maybe not a big push, but he's kind of made them interesting. Like one of the oddest characters in all of comicdom is Mr. Orr. And oh, he has a, yeah. And he has a pretty big and not big art, but gruesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. They, they kept the continuity going from what happened in Original Sin. Yes. Which I was like, that's such a weird it's thing. It's been dude. years since I read a callback to Original Sin. Right. Which is, that's why he has the eye. In the, I was like, Whoa! Uh, yeah. Somebody remember this. Yeah. So well, but what your comment makes me think of—it's kind of interesting—is how much in line that is with the British invasion in the late '80s, early '90s, right? right. It's like we're going to take these obscure characters, right, and focus more on them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious if Sachs is part of this younger generation being hired by Marvel, and right. ostensibly DC now. If they're seeing us, you know, because you have people like Bendis and I guess to a certain degree Lemire and to a certain degree, um, uh, I just blanked in his name, Jonathan Hickman. Hickman, yeah. You know, all these people who've, who have kind of for almost a decade now been directing where Marvel goes and what characters they focus on. And so it would make sense to bring in these younger creators and they're going to do something that happened nearly 30 years ago which that is they take, remember and yeah exactly they take the take the or they, they were always like oh this was always my favorite character right so i'm gonna make him with the coolest guy in the marvel universe which is what kate's is doing with venom uh so you got all these guys now they're like oh i always want to see this guy fight i mean whatever. we're getting really fan fiction yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, true. They're super yeah. fans. I yeah. mean, Donny Cates, Venom, he loves that. He, I mean, him, who, who's uh, Ryan Stegman's drawing the book with him, those are the guys seem to be having the most fun. Yeah. Um, I do like... I don't know. What's that? We're offline. Oh, we are? Yeah. Better dead. Well, we, I mean, we'll keep the book... We'll keep talking here uh, about. Oh, because it's powering the <laughs> it's powering the microphone. Oh. Man. Wow. Now the podcast listeners are getting a little background info on the Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah. And you guys are spoiled. I didn't either. Do you have a charger? Or? I didn't. I just grabbed my phone and left the house this morning. I am so sorry. And we're we're recording again. All right, welcome back. Uh, had a little twitch issue, but uh, we're going to jump back into <laughs> Old Man Hawkeye. Clay was twitching, so we had to stop the podcast. <laughs> Adrian, where are we? Oh, I forgot. 
So, um, I mean, I, well, we remember that. So we were talking about Original Sin and how they kind of... I, I love... I think one of the things I like about these books is that they take a lot of the concepts that you're familiar with, but they change them up enough that it feels like a new thing, but it's also familiar. So it's like, it's familiar, so you, you're comfortable with it, but it's different, so it gets you a little bit excited. Well, I, I, think it, I think it's a really good example of why... I kind of like these Elseworlds stories other than what's mm -hmm. in continuity right now. Because mm -hmm. um, it gives you a play, it gives the writers, the creators, um, a sandbox to play in and be creative and come up with different stories and give you little nods. Um, we'll talk later about Shazam, the movie, and the subtle little nods that were in that movie. Um, I think this story is a good example of that, that, you know, I I just you know during the little technical difficulties I um, I just admitted that I didn't pick up on the original sin stuff. Um, I've read that book and now that I think about it, that's another great little nod that it added in there um, to go along with the old man Logan nods, um, different things that have happened in Hawkeye's history that we know of. Um, How many kids does he have? I mean, because yeah. at this point. He's got at least five ex-wives. <laughs> yeah. How many? How many women and how many kids? Well, and and as as someone new to all of this mm -hmm. like world and this you know kind of storytelling universe, the, th these are perfect nods, right? Because right. I don't know, I don't I don't know any of that. I didn't right. know there was you know the dinosaur. Or, or like venom dinosaur? using the dinosaur to eat the venom was right. a callback. Right. It just fit into the story. And right. he set it up where it's very clear, like, that is the plan, right? right? Yeah. The plan is we're going to get these dinosaurs to come and take care of right. these guys. I mean, because, like, so. like I said, old, old Man Logan is such a wild ride. And I think that's what made it so great was mm. that it was like not only did they take off the training wheels, but, I mean, they pretty much – you know, made it into a bumper car ride and just went crazy with it. And so there's these things that happen in Old Man Logan and they never, they don't even bother explaining why it happened. Like, like the whole T-Rex, like the T-Rex just shows up and it's <laughs> chasing after Logan and Hawkeye as they're going through the desert and they have to get away from them. But you never understood why the T-Rex, it's just kind of like one of those things where the T-Rex chases after everybody. Yeah. But, it's kind of obvious thinking back on it that there's a reason why he's chasing after friggin' Hawkeye and they explain it in this book because, you know, he murdered most of the Madrixes and the Madrixes became Venom and then yeah. the Venom, then he was trying to get away from them and a t he drove through where he knew a T-Rex would be. The T-Rex ate him and became a Venom. <laughs> but, you, so. you, you never want to drink out of a pond when the pond starts talking back to you the way Venom was talking yeah, you're right. to yeah. Madrix. It's so creepy because <laughs> yeah. it's just a pool full of liquid going, drink it all in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where'd that voice come from? Right. <laughs> oh, talking water. It's just a thing here. <laughs> and so um, I guess we can pick up where... Uh, Hawkeye decides he's going to go on this murder spree and uh, get his revenge. Um, well, and it's not really revenge. He's just, he just wants to make everything right. He feels bad about what happened. Um, I guess we can go ahead and spoil it now. The, what happened to the Avengers, well, actually, what happened to his particular group of the Avengers 
he feels bad because he vouched for all these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, know, he the, yeah, he trained them. And um, when the bad guys started revolting, you know, people within his group were like, do we really want these guys with us? You know, the, they used to be bad guys. No, I vouch for them and blah, blah. And sure enough, they turn on them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Zemo leaves them alive because he promised the rest of the Thunderbolts that he wouldn't kill them. You know, that, you know, everybody else is fair game. And they, Magneto, what he did to Scarlet Witch was just brutal. Oh. His own daughter, you know. Wow. Just brutal. And yeah. so, um, and they don't pull any punches on this one, you know, as far as, you know, the reason. Um, I, but see, I like those lines in the sand kind of stories. You know, yeah. you've got Magneto, who's obviously, you know, going to look at Red Skull like, this guy's got the plan. I could have a place for my people. Right. Mm-hmm. And then look at his daughter and go, she's not going to be part of that. Yeah. And I mean, that, just to see those tough choices like that, I really like she's the that. first one to go. Like, you know, that that was just... And it impaled. Yeah. I mean, just... It was just... Stabbed through the gut. Um, well, I mean, and that's the same moral choice of Thanos in the movie, right? You know, he has he has to kill Gamora. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Same, same sort of position. I don't... I think Thanos had more... Um, <laughs> had a bigger problem with it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> interesting. Uh, that, that, that's what's so fun about seeing some of these characters, because you can finally just go, you know, I know uh, Multiple Man was a hero, but in a world without a team, that guy's going to go bad, and let's make him crazy. <laughs> well, and... I like, mean, because some of these heroes, these so-called heroes, are just trying to survive. Yeah. I mean, if we look at Logan, you know, when we get to the old man Logan story, he's just a farmer who really has less than nothing mm. except his family. That's it. Um, Hawkeye's got nothing. His family's scattered. To, I mean, the thing I like is even though I, I don't want to call Wolverine or I don't want to call um, Logan and Clint, sub, you know, they're not primary heroes. They aren't Captain America. But Wolverine is. To, yeah. to me, he's always been. But obviously when you write this you write these characters who aren't who can't break essentially because i don't think you're gonna you're gonna tell a story this same story with captain america because captain america would never give up the fight these heroes have been broken and have been stagnant for a long time and it's good to see what gets them back but see i would even question the use of the word hero here because i feel like in this world there are no heroes. First off, True. Hawkeye's going off in a personal vendetta, right? Now, granted... It's not he, justice, it's vengeance. Right, right. He is trying to set right. And to me, the key moment, and, and, and I even remember when reading it, I felt a little icky about it, was when he goes to Murder World, and that poor kid's is getting the crap beat out of him. He's just standing right. there watching. Right. And then you see as they as they leave, he just walks away, right? right. He doesn't intervene. He doesn't mm-hmm. try and stop. He knows this is wrong. And as he walks away, there's Madam Webb, who, you know, she doesn't admonish him or anything. I mean, this is the world they live in. So you don't really have heroes in this in this world. You have survivors, like you said. Um, Yeah, I just thought that was. Oh, that's who that Madam Webb was, the blind woman. The blind woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I knew that one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I know they pull stuff out of, you know, nowhere sometimes. And you're just like, huh? Who? What? (laughs) Right, right. Um, But, yeah, he goes to fight. Arcade is the first one on the list. 
Um, and so he goes to Murder World. Um, what did you guys think of that fight and the things they talked about? I mean, because the funny thing about it is, is like, I thought they did a real good job of storytelling in the fact that the Thunderbolts did what they did mm-hmm. in betraying Hawkeye. Some of them, you know, have no qualms about it. Some of them have, uh, there are a couple that deeply regret they didn't want any part of it. Yeah. And got kind of, you know, they, they just kind of got thrown in the mix and got sidetracked or yeah. sideswiped with this whole thing that happened. But, of course, they're still on his list. Right. And then there's some that kind of have some remorsefulness that knew this day was coming. And, and so the conversations they have before he tries to get his revenge are very, very personal and very, it was very well written. Yeah. Um, the way that, that it all came about. So when he goes to Arcade, and Arcade's like he really doesn't want to fight, but he knew this day was coming, so here, let's go. Well, he's fighting Atlas. There, Atlas, Atlas. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, that was the one that I think really got to me because at the end, he's just like, "Do it," you know. Yeah. And he, he's remorseful. Hawkeye's remorseful. He's yeah. like, "I d- didn't," you know. Well, I mean, these were his friends. You know, yeah. so it's yeah. kind of like. I mean, these are his <coughs> students. Yeah, he yeah. Them, and he's yeah. going to go execute each one of them. I mean, that's right. <clears throat> to me. I, I get into the Kill Bill. Aspect of it as he God, goes really to each one, cool, yeah. <laughs> it's it's what did each person mean, and and you kind of get a little bit of that, and I really enjoy that part of it, uh, just to see, just his kind of breakdown bit by bit, because you don't really you get you get the bride, um, in recovery, and you're kind of that's kind of what this first arc is, and it, as he gets to each one of them, you get that story of what they've done, and 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 to add to that, the, my. The, the little minor moment that I realized I fell in love with this book and the way that it was being approached was when he goes to fight Beetle. And, oh, yeah. And Beetle says, oh, hang on, before we start, can you help me with the strap? I don't really have anyone. And then he helps him with it. I mean, it's this, like, sense of honor. It's a right. sense of we're going to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not – it's not – I think that's the distinction with Bullseye, right? Bullseye right. kills – and, yes, he's he, he will leave people alive, but it seems almost um, – uh, he leaves them suffering. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right, we're right. Yeah, whereas, whereas, you know, whereas Hawkeye wants to fight them honestly, you know, and right. I just I love that moment. Maybe that's that's what the last hero is is the one who oh, wants that makes to sense. fight yeah. someone else on a level playing field, right, not right. even one buckle under. Yeah, it's not assassination; it's dueling. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think we need to point out that the the main reason for this. Um, vengeance spree is that at the time of the fall of the Avengers he was dating Black Widow mm. and well, they may have been no I don't think they were married but they were dating they were very serious he was very much in love with her and that's the most regret she was one of the ones that, that questioned whether they should trust the Thunderbolts right right and or in course, the ship, and, yeah, and um, and dies because of it, and dies because of it. So, I mean, there's a lot of heartstrings being pulled in this book, yeah. And me being kind of a, growing into an old cynical person was very surprised <laughs> that some of the things that he was able to pull off in this in the writing of this book and make you feel things, yeah. Um, because we all know these characters, and a lot of them, you know, like the Thunderbolts. I've heard this is a good book. I've never read it. Um, I'm not 
that big of a fan of villains trying to... I think that's a big Kyle book. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle could probably give us a rundown on the Thunderbolts right. in five minutes. But, <laughs> I mean, no. I think it all adds into what I was saying about he pulled all these minor characters and gave them some really big arcs and really big stories in this post-apocalyptic world. Like, the and then it's like the little conversations, like the Madam Web. Yeah. The conversation yeah. he has with Madam Web is, you know... She's really not trying to talk him out of it. She's trying to make him think about what he's doing. Right. And he decides to go ahead and do it anyway. Like, his mind is set that, you know, that, and you have all these people that are, may not really be villains, may not really been good guys that are still alive in this world who there's like these, like, um, they still kind of hold on to the past. Mm. Like, um, like the coffee cups. In Madam Webb's uh, tent. Oh yeah, uh, you know uh, uh, Xavier School for Gifted yeah, Children. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just little yeah. little nods like that. It, 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 like I said, it, the between the two, the writer and the artist, there's some really good touches, and it was really well created. Yeah. Um, you were going to say something? No, I was, I was just <laughs> going to say that I'm not very familiar with all the Thunderbolts and their first iteration with Hawkeye, mm-hmm. but I did read all these characters pretty much. I think it was Al Ewing that was writing them after the standoff Avengers crossover where where all the the reason the cosmic cube to make the villains think that they were different people and that's how they were rehabilitating them. Oh yeah, and the uh, what is it, Pleasant Pleasantville? Yeah. Yeah. So after that happens then the Thunderbolts they relaunched the book with all these guys. Not not Hawkeye, he wasn't in the book, but all the other guys. So as I was reading this and I was like, Oh wait, you you were a good guy. I've seen you. I think the Winter Soldier was in the book, too, instead. So they do... Yeah, because he was the one trying to protect the Cosmic Cube uh, that took the form of a child because, you know, comic books. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, uh, as you go through the book and you read this, I'm like, well, they've had a history. They've had a team. They There is that sense of trust. Obviously, reading this book, I know that the trust was broken somehow because, you know, that's the kind of story they're setting up. And then when you finally get the reveal of how they turned on him, and then, you know, the the second reveal of who was kind of uh, Baron Zemo in his own kind of fucked up way, he's like, I want to be there for this to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's hiding under a Citizen V, I think. Uh, and he's the one that kills the Black Widow, right? Mm. And then he kind of finally lets him know, like, this, I did all this because, you know, and I'm going to leave you alive to suffer. Uh, right. Basically just live with yeah. the consequences of right. his choices. Right. Right. Uh, but, I mean, that not only does that is sort it, of the Is there any better justice than just letting someone exist in a hopeless situation? Right. Is that, yeah. like, the best? So, right. so not only does that, not only does that, that happen, but it kind of really sets up for a really good payoff yeah, at the end of the book, I feel. It did. Um, To me, uh, getting to the end, seeing Baron Zemo, that was a big reveal that I was like. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. that that was a really good one. To the end, uh, Baron Zemo is, I don't know, probably a notch above Stephen Hawking's. So, yes. So Baron Zemo, that's how he talks. He's been, he's oh, been, uh, yeah. whoa. So he has that voice, I'm sure that's pretty. He resides in the Weapon X facility in Canada. That's where he's oh, headquartered okay. out of. Another so. weird one. Why Avalanche? Why would Avalanche be up there? That was such a weird, like, 
because what a better way to write in the the, <laughs> the shaking the shaking right um, I don't he, know he also grabs Hawkeye at one point and shakes him hard enough to detach his retina yeah yeah and he's like hey yeah. do you feel that yeah no that's right. what I that's what I was referring to <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, Shit. but uh, yeah and I which think which is another nod to the old man Logan book because we never understood why Hawkeye was blind yeah I mean other than the fact oh. that he was old right. I mean, because I think one of the great things about the book was um, sometimes in comics we have our heroes are a little bit infallible. Sometimes. And so, uh, but you have a story taking place 40 years in the future and Hawkeye without detached retinas is already losing it. Yeah. You know, he's already losing his sight. He's not hitting the target. He's not Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. You when know, he goes, he just, oh, you hit him, and he's like, I was going for the heart. Yeah. 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 He hits him in the every, wrong spot. every time he misses, he has just a little excuse about why. He's like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, it lends to some great comedy, a um, little subtle comedy, but also. Yeah, like, like he the, hits it, behind the henchman, and the thing, everything falls on him. He's like, yeah, that's where I, that's, I meant to do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it also humanizes him a lot. Yeah. In that, you know, because you get you get to a point after when he's going through this trek that maybe he's not going to succeed mm. because I mean he has become pretty I mean he's basically become Adrian Harry with a bow you know <laughs> I'm good but I'm not Hawkeye and he's not <laughs> Hawkeye either right so um, I think that was a very like I said the writing in this book I just fell in love with this book and that's the reason why I was so big on it last year. Can, can we also, I want to, I definitely want to touch because we're, we're about 42 in, mm-hmm. but I definitely want to touch on Kate Bishop. Yes. Okay, so we're going to flat, flat forward. So he, um, Kate Bishop is. Uh, right, before we wrap up, before, because we, we, yeah. we kind of skipped a whole lot to get to yeah. Branzimo, but <laughs> let's well, talk I, yeah, that was That right. was my fault because I just love that part <laughs> yeah. at the end because I, I, I just you, finished well, it this morning. Well, here's the thing. Ah. I, ah. I've told Clay after I finished reading, when I got volume one, like I said, I read the first three issues last year, and then I got volume one. I got volume two. And the end of volume one was okay, but then I got into volume two, and I'm like, it really ratcheted up, ratcheted up um, just the story. And it, there was all these big reveals and stuff, and I'm like, Clay, you got to read this book. Clay, you got to read this book. Call me when you get to the last frame. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, call me when you get to the last frame. Now, of course, this was a month ago. Clay just read it this morning. He didn't call me. He just pulled up in his Jeep. <laughs> but, and I said, nah. save it for the show. Yeah, he said, save it for the show. But <laughs> He drove frame, up screaming. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but to kind of condense it, uh, to, uh, there's just some really... The Kate Bishop showing up, and of course, she's younger than Hawkeye, but she's still old. It's right. 40 years to pass, right, so yeah. she's in her she, 50s. She's, she's not the 20-something kids. anymore. Yeah. No. You know, yeah. And so... You know, and she's 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 made this um, sanctuary. Well, it, it's kind of like this Walking Dead sanctuary yeah, yeah. type mm-hmm. place. So she found a way to keep being a hero. Yeah, right. in a world oh, yeah, that's God, where all the that. heroes are gone. Yep, right. right. Doing she's good a, for right, the, which is know, fu- yeah. kind of funny because it's also a, a throwback to um, the Mac Fraction run because yeah. she goes to California in that. Mm. Right. And so, of course, she's still out here on the West Coast is where she built her sanctuary. She's not on the East Coast. You know, she's in the West. Yeah. And I thought that was a very subtle nod to 
and, to and, her in that story. And I feel like I, the the reason I like seeing them both together is because we know Hawkeye, uh, Clint Barton. He's he's a good Hawkeye, but he but Kate Bishop, for whatever reason, she has managed to take all the best qualities of Clint Barton, mm-hmm. and it just makes her a better Hawkeye, which I think is what he wanted anyways, because right. he knows he's kind of damaged inside and he's got all these issues. You know, he went, well, uh, well, I mean, just he went Ronan. So like, like, I mean, think about, think about everything that Clint's been through. Yeah. Um, he, he was, he, he started he out. Died how many well, times? well, I mean, he's been a bad guy. Um, he did start as a bad guy, he, right? He started yeah, as a bad guy. That's, that's, right, how, yeah. that's the reason why he, he started leading the Thunderbolts is because, he was pretty be much one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he's killed the Hulk. That was a favor. Huh? <laughs> but still. Which, which when, when they kind of address it in the Immortal Hulk, it's yes. a pretty good conversation. Yes. Yeah. That, like, let's they, just go to a diner and talk about this because, you know, we need to talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Immortal Hulk's another great series you yeah. should be reading now. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a womanizer. He's been married to Mockingbird. You know, he's been in love with Black Widow and is the reason why Black Widow's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, Kate's almost like a, a pure form of Hawkeye. Yeah. Because Kate doesn't have all this baggage and she does things for, like, her whole focus in this book is getting back to her kids. She's going to help Clint out of loyalty, but she lets him know, I'm not doing anything fucked up. Yeah. And the one thing I'm going to do is go back to my kids. I'm not going to go. Gallivanting across the freaking world. Right, we're not going to go take out the Red Skull after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's yeah. how she's lived. Right, well, because you got to think about this. Most of these heroes had some kind of sidekicks, or they had the Young Avengers, mm-hmm. all gone. I mean, yeah. but she's a sidekick that wasn't wasn't taken out. Right. Well, and 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 Daniel, like I didn't even think about this until you said it. She's the one hero here, like you said, because she has created this sanctuary to protect all these kids. Mm-hmm. But then notice, what does Clinton do on his personal vendetta when he gets there? He brings the venom. So he's endangering, right. Yeah. Right. you know, so it's no wonder she's pissed at him. I mean, it's like, right. I've, I've worked so hard to do all this good, and you just come gallivanting in here because well, you're, I mean, you're, obviously you're, he, you're Hawkeye. And, and the thing about it is they don't really say what what the friction between Kate because right. there's obvious friction between Kate right, right, and, yeah. And, and, oh, she's completely Clint. pissed at him. Yeah, and they've slept together. It, <laughs> you know they have. Probably yes. I mean, it's so gross. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, really kind of unsettling, but because their age difference is so well, well I'm she more was concerned so about when they their, met. I mean, well, not only that, it's kind of like a father-daughter relationship, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, feel, exactly. Right. Which has always been weird. Which they they poke a lot of fun at it in the in, her, in Kate Bishop's last Hawkeye book, uh, they kind of right. make fun of that. But but yeah, it's man, that's weird. I don't want to think about that, Clay. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> but we already so have enough instances coming well, tonight. No, with that, Game that's of what I always right, joked so. about in community is you had Jeff and Annie, and I was like, no one really sat down and said Annie is probably twenty one and Jeff is forty something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's um, good for Jeff, creepy for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. We have Kate out of a sense of loyalty, and she realizes right from the start that Clint isn't the Hawkeye of old. Yeah. And, but he's, she can't talk him out of this. So she's going to go on this trip with him to help him in this vendetta. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, she's a hero. So 
although she doesn't agree with his methods, she's going to help him and then go back. His, yeah. Yeah, and go back. She's going to fulfill, I guess, maybe repay the, the kind of debt that she feels like she has to right. to Clint. But then she's got to go back. Like her main goal is, I can't get stuck here. She's the one that goes to rescue the scientists that are trapped in the right, thing. Yeah. Like she really, she's carrying. She gets Hawkeye there, and after that, her mission is to get anybody that is innocent or a victim right. in this situation to get him out of there mm-hmm. uh, and then leave. Which the briefcase thing is cool because that's also a big part of uh, right. Old Man Logan. And so during this, uh, Bullseye is hot on the trail. Yeah. Um, Red Skull wants him to return back to Washington. He won't. So they send Taskmaster. I thought Taskmaster being a... Um, a minor character, and he's still a minor character in this story. Yeah. But the decisions he makes in trying to CYA is just hilarious in this book. You know, because, like, he fails. I mean, he fails at his job, but he always has an excuse to tell Red Skull. Yeah, he <laughs> feels he has, very, he, he has someone to blame. He, it is just hilarious. He feels to me. very Dwight. Yeah, <laughs> very much. <laughs> to to the Red Skulls, Red Skull Scott. Because like when, when he goes to find out if Oscar was uh was out sick, mm-hmm. and he succeeds. Bullseye, he you out. ignorant slut. Right. <laughs> yeah, and so it. it I mean, because first he sends in like a, a, a sends Taskmaster with like a SEAL team, and t- they tremendously fail, and then and then. Um, Red Skull, as minor of a character as Red Skull, you think about it, he's kind of a big character in this. And then um, he's kind of a big character in the fact that he's an overarching big bad, but he's not really involved. There's all these underlings that are still badasses. His assistant, did he? I wonder if the Red Skull made him look like Hitler or or if his assistant's choice was it to make himself look like Hitler. Because like you, is he sucking up? Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. He's like he's like. Well, well, clearly my you know the president grew up in Nazi Germany. So if I because his name was like let's Tobias make him feel yeah. Yeah. something. I mean, I was waiting for his name to be Adolf, and I'm just like, yeah. all right, here we go. But but uh, so uh, Red Skull decides he's going to bring Winter Soldier off ice oh to chase down Bullseye. So I mean, like there's a couple of stories. There's there's Hawkeye's story. Mm-hmm. There is the backstory that kind of looms over the the whole thing Mm -hmm. um there is the villains that he's chasing their stories Mm -hmm. and then you have bullseye who's chasing after him and we find out the only reason that he's had such a heart on is that bullseye is demented in the fact that he enjoys killing good guys yeah Mm -hmm. and he hasn't killed a hero in 40 something years and here's hawkeye served up on a platter Mm -hmm. and he's going to go get him and he just wants to fill that, that, that void within himself <laughs> of killing a hero. And well, and then you get the C plot of right. everyone the Red Skull is sending after Bullseye. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really well-crafted story. And the fight that happens between Bullseye and um, Winter Soldier, it, it wasn't as good as the buildup that CBR because I read an article about on CBR um, it wasn't that it wasn't that epic but it was a pretty good fight and, and, and I, I think the big payoff in that fight mm-hmm. is the reveal 
when Winter Soldier finally gets to say something at the end. Oh, what? Yeah. He's when he take when he takes him out, he says thank you. Yeah. Yes. Because oh. they've been controlling him like a rem- it's two guys in a booth using him like a drone who are controlling the winter soldier interesting bucky has lost all agency in being the winter soldier there that's cool yeah you need to read (laughs) (laughs) volume two is really good too i am i am i am adding it to the queue yeah and just like going through just every issue has a great fight like the atlas fight is great right uh, he has the the Craven family show up, and you think, oh, this cool. just eliminates them immediately. Yeah. I'm like, he just kind of throws in fun stuff. And the that's Sun what, Moon that, fight? That's really what this book is. Is that her name? Oh, uh, what name? Moonbird? Moon, Sun Songbird. Moon? Songbird. Oh, yeah. So uh, Haw- this is this last portion of the show will be us telling Josh what he missed in Volume <laughs> 2. Um, uh, Bullseye Yay. catches up with him. Okay. He, the, the, uh, the next person on the list is Songbird. Right, right. Um Songbird's living in a monastery uh, of silent sisters. Ah. Um, but as you meet them, they're all uh, mutated and distorted. Wait, wait. And no, Songbird's the one that she's taking a vow of silence. Right. Then Moon, there's two There's two women, right? Right, right. What's the oh, other yeah, one? Oh, yeah, that's the is daughters. It, the is one with the moon, moon rock. Is it Moon Dragon? Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon. Moon, Moonstone. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Comics, everyone. Yeah, I know. We <laughs> Kyle, we need you here to correct Moonstar, us. We are, we are honestly just slamming nouns together until we f- find it. It's so. comics, yeah. Sunrock. It, it dark, dark blood. Um, <laughs> dark, yeah. dark avocado. But he catches up to him when he gets a songbird. And it, it, like I said, the story is just so fun because Hawkeye is chasing these bad guys. But, Bullseye's but, chasing Hawkeye. <laughs> Taskmaster's chasing Bullseye. Right. It, it's just, it, it's like this. It's like the Cannonball Run. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And it's like, like you said, it's like Kill Bill and it. Who's it, Captain Chaos then? Right. Venom. Venom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that oh, makes oh, sense. And then I mean, Venom's chasing Venom's Hawkeye. Venom's chasing Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, it, but uh, Songbird is the one Thunderbolt that didn't want any part of it. That did, oh. that was blindsided. She didn't know. She was dating Alice. Or, or she Beetle. was dating Beetle. Beetle. Yeah. And so Beetle didn't let her in on what was going to happen. And when it finally went ha- went down, she was like, no, but it happened anyway. And so she goes. She into, couldn't stop it, but she. So she didn't try to stop it, but she also didn't, like, yeah, she didn't, do anything against no. the But heroes. that's what severed the relationship right. between her and Beetle, right? Because yeah, right. that's the place he's yep. in yeah. when Hawkeye tracks him down. And so, um, like you said, there was that great nod where, you know, he's putting on his uniform and I, can you help me strap this yeah. up, you know? It, well, but, and he says, "I don't have anyone anymore to help me with." Right. That. Yeah. You know, it's it's a. <laughs> and so, but but one other thing on the, on that same uh, issue when you when you see all the great art and you see a lot of Hawkeye splash pages, they're great. Right. When you see Beetle, you see an old man yeah. sitting on a costume. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not glorious. <laughs> nope. It's just kind of a guy standing there. Well, I mean, it was the same thing with At- with. with uh, Atlas too, you know. He turns around. He's just this aged oh, man. Yeah, he's I love broken. the way that he drew Atlas. Atlas yeah. looks amazing. Kind of looks like Bruce Willis in about twenty years. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or Bruce Willis now. Now. Yeah. yeah I was yeah, thinking I mean, now. No, even. I just watched. He just watched surrogates. So. Ju- no, I watched Death Wish. Uh, Have you seen what a ter- okay two minute two <laughs> minute sidebar? God, why? If there is one movie not to remake, it's Death Wish. I yeah, mean, because <laughs> if you really want to uh, tell everyone the cure is just some white guy running around shooting everyone, yeah, yeah, that's not a, probably not the best message right now. Nope, nope. 
We already got a lot of those guys, and they're yeah. doing it for the wrong reasons. He goes in, um, really the viciousness of the first one, the Charles Bronson one, where you're just like, you're with his anger the whole time. Um, Bruce really isn't into this movie. Like, no. maybe 10 minutes after his wife's killed and his daughter's put in a coma, he's kind of like looking for catchphrases to say after he murders people, and he's kind of <laughs> about stuff, and you're like, Dude, your whole family's dead. What's going on? You know. Wow. Vincent D'Onofrio's in this movie. Yes. And like a, well, I like, like this character. Of, total waste. Waste of. And and when you get to the end scene, and you're thinking, oh, okay, so this is how we're gonna get. Total cop out. Total waste of time. Do not watch that. Yep. Movie. So it turns out it's a prequel for the movie Cop Out <laughs> <laughs> with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan, directed by Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, yeah. When awesome. really the cop out happened at the end of Death Wish. So. so they get to the monastery to find Songbird. Back to the original story. Yes. Um, they get, Back to our show. They find Songbird at this monastery. Now, mind you, Taskmaster has caught up to Bullseye. Bullseye handles him. And yeah. then so Bullseye goes into the monastery, and you get this uh, sort of redemption because Songbird hasn't said a word. And then yeah. all of a sudden, she decides to take off. She still has her old uniform. Oh. But she wears it under her cloak. She takes it off and opens her mouth and blows. They're like at the top floor of this monastery yeah. and blows Bullseye out the freaking window. Whoa. Just so Clint can get away. Yeah. But oh. she knows Clint's there to kill her. Oh, wow. She lets it happen. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So she has her moment of redemption, but <laughs> Clint gets his vengeance in the same breath. So how does, how does Clint feel after that? You know, because he, he's, oh, pre- he's, pretty, he's pretty beat up about Atlas. After well, he's, he be, Atlas. he's beat up about all Abraham. of them. Yeah. And he's beat up yeah, about all true. of them, but he, his, I, love for, his love for Natasha yeah. is what drives this. Right, right, right. And... Like, you keep seeing these great throwback flashback panels of what happened to the Avengers. And, like, one they keep bringing back is, like, I thought it was really cool that they keep showing these pictures whenever he meets up with somebody new, like the picture of Atlas. Like, all of a sudden, there's this yeah. frame of Atlas back at then, you know, and Atlas and Beetle together, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, they have a picture of him and Songbird together, you know, back when Happier Times. And then... You know, but they keep showing this frame of him holding Natasha, too. Yep. You know, um, or they keep showing um, Scarlet Witch being impaled. Oof. You know, it, it. Like I said, the the way this book was put together was really good. Um, I think the next thing after Songbird is that he's going to go to the weapon. He needs to go to the Weapon X facility um, to find Zemo because Zemo is the last on his list. Um, I think Songbird was left last because I think he knew that she didn't do much, you know, as far as what happened to the Avengers. It was just convenient geographically. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. (laughs) And so uh, I think the cover that you missed. No, no, that was in volume two. There's a really great cover of him going up to the Weapon X facility. Of course, it's in Canada. It's winter there. And it's him, all Game of Thrones and like this old beat up... um, paramilitary snowsuit. Oh. oh, I see. Trekking okay. through. That is such a... Yeah, that is such a... It looks a, like... Who is that, that skiing G.I. Joe? Oh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks snow snow job. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like God. Snow what job. a name. Yeah. Yeah, there's Comics. a lot of. We, <laughs> we actually had we had a uh, category in Universal Remote called uh, Oh yes, we GI Joe or Sex Act <laughs> <laughs> or both or both. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That I, was a fun one. Though. I just assume the answer is both for all of them, right? Right. <laughs> when it's both, you have to explain. But avalanche. Oh. Yeah. You can't Take just a pile say of right. <laughs> Take a pile of snow, put it in your freezer, and keep it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, quick question, because I, I wanted to look this up. It, it does say that all of the old man stories, like Old Man Logan, take place on Earth 807-128. So it is a designated... Separate Earth. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what that's what Wikipedia says. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that they, that's where Old Man Logan came from. So right. It's all. So so then, I, because I like them playing in this universe. This yeah. is fun. If this guy's going to continue to do these stories, I want to get yeah. Old Man Quill. But uh, is this essentially what DC's Earth Two is? Is this the where the well? I guess it's not the opposite where the villains are the heroes. Right. Uh, this is more of a. The villains have taken over. The villains have won. Yeah, but yeah, but, but in Earth, won, yeah. but in the Earth Two comic, you know, Grant Grant Morrison said on on that Earth, the heroes could never win, and so, that was kind of the so at the new in the new Fifty Two. I think they changed it to Earth Three. Oh. But okay. it's in the Forever Evil story. Uh, the Ultraman and his Injustice Society or whatever, they mm. won, right? Mm. So I think it's kind of a similar thing where it's like, what if in the universe everything is the same except at some point in time, the, the villains, villains win. won. Yeah. So. Um, to go back for a minute, I, I, don't, I can't remember if it was in Volume 1. I'm pretty sure it's in Volume 2. The last hero that Bullseye killed, according to Bullseye, is Matt Murdock. Oh. Yes. According to but, Bullseye. But. But. There's an end credit scene to this book. <laughs> so keep reading all the way to the end. When, when a blind man seeks guidance and he goes to Who's stick, he going to go to? Yeah. He and he asks well, Stick, you trained everyone. And he goes, come on. You can just call me Matt. <gasps> oh. <laughs> That's, I like that's, that that's, that's that's the final panel. Ah, oh, that's, that's awesome. Because and, and oh, because they tell they tell the story like Bullseye. He, it's a villain. It's Bullseye. He's going to monologue. Yeah. So he's talking. He keeps telling people that I want to kill this hero. Yeah. And you finally realize that the, he goes. It's been. I can't remember who he was talking to. It may have been Hammer's wife. No, no, it wasn't that early. No, it's not that early. Yeah. But he's talking and he's like, Yeah, I haven't killed a hero in like forty two years. Um, the last one I killed was Daredevil. He was my greatest nemesis. I, I, I killed him. He doesn't tell tell you how. Right. So we're left to believe that Daredevil's dead. Yeah. And then um, he goes up to Weapon X facility. He ends up killing Avalanche. Uh, we find out that Zemo, who kind of masterminded his team's demise and left him there to suffer, because um, he, you know, if you can imagine going on some kind of vendetta spring, you have this one guy in mind that, and you you build him up, you build him up, and then he's in a freaking wheelchair. Yeah. Because you know, throughout the book and his transmission, it was like a hologram that, yep. where it's like yep. still Zemo, it's like still Zemo you know, like, with yeah. the cool mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he cool still wears sock. a mask, but he's like, yeah, he's just all just, and he accomplishes that. It looks like Bane without the muscles. He's just got tubes going yeah. in everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
he has a pretty good monologue too. Like, like uh, yeah, at Hawkeye, man. Yeah, like I said, it, it really does get you to pull on the heart. He really does a really good job of pulling on the heartstrings, even for the villains. Mm. Um, uh, Bullseye gets his up, you know, up and comings. Um, Kate does exactly. She saves people at the facility because Avalanche set it up to where it's going to close in on itself. Oh, um, oh, they're trying to recreate the super soldiers, super oh. soldier serum for Red Skull. Um, still, still, still. Yeah, another great nod, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the scientists has the Red Skull ever tried to do anything else? Yeah. Well, he he got the cosmic cube at some point, which yeah. was you know. And so, um, but she was able to save all the scientists because all the scientists weren't bad. Yeah. As a matter of fact, one of the scientists actually helped them find. Isn't the last thing he did make uh, Captain America evil, and everyone hated that story? Wasn't the last thing that the Red Skull did? Well, yeah. that was the the one where he says "Hail Hydra." Is it that story? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, it wasn't Kang for some reason. I kept thinking it was. No, no, it was right. what it's called. And so, um, and then of course there's a final showdown with Bullseye, and damn it, I should have reread this. Was <laughs> it Kate that actually killed him? No. It was it was Hawkeye. She put Kate put that homing uh, arrow. Oh. On him. So because he can't Hawkeye, see at this Hawkeye, point. Hawkeye, okay. Hawkeye can't see. Okay, so uh, Avalanche grabs oh, his head, okay. attaches his retina, so oh he's blind God. at this point. So Kate helps him out because he can still hear. Yeah. So uh, she put, like, this homing beacon on, on Bullseye. Nice. And, it's, and he, she's, he's like, I can't see. She's like, aim for where this sound come from. Mm. And you hear the sound, he gets him. Nice. Um, it was a... It was a very fitting in for Bullseye. Yeah. Um, Kate does exactly what she said. You know, I'm going to help you. I'm going home. Yeah. So, like he said, it was kind of like an end credit scene where you see um, Hawkeye uh, now pretty much blinded, uh, climbing up these mountains in the Himalayas. Yeah, like he's on a Kunlun or something like that. Yeah, I don't like know, he's I don't going know exactly where he went, but yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, it was Kunlun. Um, and so. Uh, he gets to this monk, and of course he really can't. He's like Master Stick. I need you to train me, you know, blah blah blah. And all of a sudden they show Stick, and it's a guy with red glasses, and he's like, "Oh, come on, Bart, you just call me Matt." Yeah, he's got that that That's mad awesome. murder smile. So. Yeah, and he's like, you just call me Matt, and it's like because you're reading this and you think that it's only a twelve issue little maxi yeah, yeah, yeah. series, right? Yeah. That is going to end. That there's a beginning and an end to the story. Although, it's kind of weird because you know that there's five more years of story to be told. Right, until you get to Old Man Logan. Logan. Right. But, um, but you almost don't need... I mean, I, I, I well, see your point. Well, you kind of do because we know that he's pretty much blind in Old Man Logan. Yeah. But he's still really effective. Right, right. right? He like show, he, well, he shows up driving the spider buggy to Old Man yeah. Logan. Well, yeah. but... But that's my point, is that because you know where he ends up, right. you almost don't need a continuation of the story right. from that panel right. to I there, think you know. Not, if so. anything, I'd like maybe a Kate Bishop uh, story that to see. That would be cool, yeah. How did she... Old Man Kate? Or Old, old Woman Kate? Old Woman Kate, <laughs> yeah. And then maybe a Matt Murdock story of like maybe starting with that encounter you know, with both sides. That almost sounds more like what's going to happen if he's yeah, writing like, Old Man Quill. Well, it was kind of weird that we got old man, that we went from Old Man Hawkeye and the way this book ends to an Old Man Quill. 
Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's kind of weird. They just left a lot of doors open. To, like, they did leave a lot of doors open. Unless that's where I was going with earlier, because because it, it would be interesting to let him play in this universe, get all the heroes back together, and lose. Again? Because yeah, yeah, because maybe this is the Earth where the heroes never win. Never win. Yeah. Very possible. Uh, you know, I could see. I, I I could see just thinking of how Old Man Hawkeye is structured. Mm-hmm. I could see Old Man Quill being an excuse to tell the stories of Daredevil or Kate Bishop because he's the outsider trying to figure out what happened, right? Well, and rather than having dedicated series for them. Here's the funny thing. I. I just popped in my head. The only heroes left are the street level heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of is who's Except left. for Wolverine. Because I, I, I'm taking that Earth 2 mentality where, you know, the good uh, Lex Luthor, you know, comes out and says, you know, where are the heroes when he gets here to this Earth? Mm-hmm. What hero that's still alive would have that capability to go to another dimension to get, a, to get help or even think of it because these are all street level heroes. There's yeah. no, I mean, there's a kid playing with PIM technology at one point. Right. And you're I just like going, that. yeah. So there's he has an no Ant Man helmet. Oh, there's no real brains in this group. They're mm-hmm. all muscle. Yeah. Right. It. it I don't know. I just I maybe an Ultron. Will we get somebody worthy enough to pick up the hammer again? The hammer's just sitting there, right? Right, and they're waiting for someone. I don't to. think. Oh, in this that's universe. why it's called Hammer I, Falls, not because of Justin Hammer. That's right. I was like, how did Justin Hammer get his own territory? <laughs> oh, that's it's right. It's, it's the worst place the... to hide out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. It's in the name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like what you, when you hope when uh, Donald Trump gets arrested. Where is he hiding out? Trump Towers? Oh, okay. Well, there's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of those, so we don't know which one. You know? Right. Well, which is why, and, and, and again, I'll just back up. Before we started recording, uh, we were talking about the fact that I read entirely the wrong Old Man Logan <laughs> in preparation for this, because apparently there's like 38 different titles called Old Man Logan. Right. And the one I read was awful. But um, <laughs> when you, when you said... A hot take. I know, yeah. right? When I'm gonna let my buddy Bendis know what hey, you think just, of his book. It is not good. Bendis but the art though. takes properties. Oh, the art is he good. doesn't understand. He doesn't yeah. understand Moon Knight, and he wrote that. Just keep so we don't wrote Moon Knight. Yeah, and he wrote his personalities as Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Captain America. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we all know it should be Joker, Riddler. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but but um. I hadn't thought of it this way until you said it, Adrian, that Wolverine, if you break down his character, has always been a street-level... He's a spy, right? Mm -hmm. A street-level character thrown into all these kind of cosmic stuff, right? He is always the guy whose first impulse is, let's just go beat the crap out of it, you know? And so he makes sense to be the one kind of, quote-unquote, big villain to survive into this world when they are all street-level. Here's the funny thing. Um... And I think this may open a lot of doors. If Wolverine's still alive because of his healing factor, where's Deadpool? Yeah. Uh, old man Deadpool. Uh, I would say Deadpool is probably in about 52 different jars in the <laughs> White House for uh, Red Skull's entertainment. Maybe. And when, he, and, and when he's aboard, he pulls him out, kills him, and lets him grow back. Hmm. That's possible. Because he's the court jester. Uh, yeah, I would say he's the court jester, but I would also say he's just the constant victim of torture. Yeah. He's just there to be tortured over God. and over again. 
Damn, I don't want to read your old man Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, already, I don't want to read your old man. I have a feeling it's not going to be funny at all. Like, no, no, you don't. Have, my, my old man book is Old Man Nightcrawler. Well, oh, I was like, why funny. did Clay do 12 issues of Deadpool getting tortured? It's just a different torturer in each each issue. Um, torturer of the week. It, it, he would be the one who would actually stitch his mouth closed like the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and make it fun. And dark and it's, it's that version of Deadpool. He would just have his head <laughs> mounted up on a wall and he would put little word bubbles behind <laughs> them oh, wow. and just be mean. Oh, it would be funny if he put Deadpool's head to watching uh, the Wolverine movie over and right. over. <laughs> uh, my old man Nightcrawler pitch is uh, Nightcrawler and Blade... Uh, go across the country collecting the magical weapons that are left over from all the fights. So when you see Nightcrawler, he is wearing the Eye of Agamotto. Oh, nice. The cloak. And Blade is just carrying, like, he's got, like, a necklace of uh, vampire ears. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want him to be super dark and just out there killing, killing, and killing. And the old man Logan, well, I keep looking at Josh, I forgot he read the wrong book. Um... (laughs) It, in Old Man Logan, it's been a while since I've read that. They do go into why Wolverine thinks that feels blame for what happened to the X Men. Yeah, they because, it's like a whole episode, the whole issue of like that shows what Mysterio did to him. Yeah, right. Um, that gets referred to in the <laughs> the yeah. one I read. Pretty messed up. Yeah. But I, I mean, well, they, but they don't explain mind control, it, right? Wasn't it? huh? Was no, it? Well, kind of. Mysterio made him think all the X-Men were villains and yeah. Wolverine thought he was killing all of them. Yeah. But so he, which, so right. when he took which it off... He was killing them mm-hmm. and then at the end he finally shows them you... you th- he's like, you think you really take out everybody so easily? You kill them because they weren't trying to kill you because they're the X-Men. And right, then you right, see right. all the mm-hmm. X-Men was Nightcrawler part of that? Bodies. Um, yeah, probably. I, I don't remember ever seeing his body. You would think that his death would be... I don't know. Uh, I dead or not I'd love to see what because what we've seen in these old man books is basically road road trips it's mm-hmm. like a buddy trip yeah. you know um, you put two people together oh look at all this cool stuff they need to sh- change it up and maybe do something a little different Nightcrawler's been back from the dead too so yeah he's come back from the dead uh, twice Fallen Mutants but, he didn't die but Fallen I think I like the fact of this world that there isn't like the deaths in, in this world were final Right. You know, yeah. There's They're, no. There's no mass reincarnation in yeah. the the heroes. Like, unlike Avengers Endgame, the snapping in this story is final. You know. Well, well here the heroes come back mm-hmm. as means, as tropes, right? right? right. As as characters that that normal people dress up as. Right, in, yeah. In a world, again, as you guys have all said, without heroes, right? right. Um, even the heroes that survive are not really heroes. Right. Like, except like, Kate Bishop. Like um, when they go to Hammer Falls and they find the orb, he, the, even the strippers yeah. are dressed up as Electra when, and Namorito, uh, right? Yep, 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 yep. You know, so... It, it, and she and she flees and goes to... I okay, mean, quick, he, quick round table, a prostitute of choice. What would they wear? Adrian. Electra, wow. Namorita. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. What? Well, I'm trying nothing. to pick out his, his cosplay prostitute. <laughs> Jeez, oh, that's a loaded question. I know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold, I've, already, I've already seen it. I've already seen it. Um, it's going to get Jean Gray as the Black Queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that was all that was was lingerie, right? Yeah, it was. John Byrne knew what he, knew what he was he doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> right. Um, I need a costume, but I don't like to draw a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. What, what, would, what would 15-year-old Adrian Harry in Dallas, Texas want? <laughs> Here like, we go, a redhead in freaking black lingerie. Uh, John Burns, like, I'm so glad that Adrian Harry wrote that letter to uh, the bullpen. I'm going to do that. Please draw this, Mr. Burns. Dear Adrian, Big here's fan. your signed Big copy. Fan, love, Adrian. <laughs> so I will say this, um, as has become acutely clear in the course of this discussion. I am new to all of this world, right? right. Read the wrong old man Logan, didn't care for it. Mm. There is a big hurdle for me going into old man Hawkeye because I don't, don't like, like post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic stuff. I just, I don't. Right. I've never been a fan of it. And to Adrian's credit, love this book. It is right. fantastic. I can't wait to read volume two. Um, I think volume two... It's uh, a quicker it, read. It's a quicker read. Is it really? Okay. And... The pacing's better with him and Kate and all of Because <laughs> they have a car. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> with with the, uh, the the cow thing on the front. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, with the, with yeah. the horns, yeah. Honestly, the only thing that would have helped this second volume would would have been David Aha recreating moments from his run on Hawkeye and right. putting them oh, in this book. That, and, oh, like flashbacks? Right. Like or, 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 no, no, even putting them side by side when they were... Uh, uh, you know, in their car together, chasing down oh. the redhead <laughs> right. in, in the or, or maybe uh, Chichero imitating that, right? right that style, that yeah. Been, like one page of that, I think would have been really cool. I would love to have seen an old man Hawkeye uh, cover that looked like the Hawkeye run itself. How did they not, yeah, get him to design a cover for this? It's, I think this book is a gamble. I think old that man makes Logan, sense. yeah made sense uh, and, and when it first gets done Mark Miller does it I think Marvel lets him do whatever you know, right. because obviously that book was big enough to be turned into a movie which it's so different from yeah. but was an inspiration and then uh, brain fart everything just went out oh that, that it's I mean it's, it's, it's the classic studio model right you have a younger generation of creators you give them a title that is unknown or, the, or a character you feel like no one's mm-hmm. really going to care about because I wonder well, if this was six issues or twelve issues when pitched. That's a good question. Yeah. I think it was. It was definitely twelve issues yes. since they announced it. Right. Since oh, they so announced it's not like, it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Since they announced it, I don't know if that means that they. Because old man closed twelve yeah. issues. Yeah. So I think they right, always but they wanted may have 12 committed to that after the success right. of the series. Right. So yeah, and now they're playing with old man Quill. They're creating a little universe to play in, and I kind of dig it. And it I, may be why they're sending well. That and there's too many freaking Wolverines in the current. But they 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 are sent like they brought in Logan. They, they they brought old man Logan into this continuity. Right. And now they're sending him away. Yeah, I, I, I posted Wolverine that. Like, well, because uh, Dead Man Logan or Dead, I think it's called Dead Man Logan. Mm-hmm. It's also a twelve issue mini yeah. or maxi. And I think that's what's going to end up sending him back to yes. that's, that's, to the that's Badlands. Um, one other thing before we leave. Um, hold on a second. Let me see my. I guess there's I, one there's one story that I recommend you guys picking up. And, and I do have two quick questions for the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, it, is it prostitute related? <laughs> All my questions are prostitute related. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard getting through college just asking so. prostitute related questions. <laughs> As as yeah, a professor, right. as a professor, I can tell you uh, those are the worst questions to answer. I'm gonna go um, take your class, Josh. Oh man, I'm not sure I can handle that many <laughs> prostitute questions. I'm gonna ask 
Is this the one we're supposed to read? Are you sure, <laughs> Professor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I do post covers, uh, so <laughs> students know which specific book to read. If you go on, um, if you can find this issue, it's Old Man Logan, the current run, but it's annual number one. Okay. Oh, okay, it, good. It goes back into the West, like he, like he's here in our continuity now, but... He goes back to the. It's a story ripped out, and where he's back in the the Badlands, mm-hmm. and he runs into the Punisher. Oh, it's a single issue story, and it's really well. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna say it's one of my favorite old man stories, but it's really well done. Like um, Punisher is old, and there's this gang of kids or younger kids who um, kind of like the saviors. Um, they, they are raiding all these villages and stuff and taking, killing all the men and, and taking all their supplies and stuff, but they're doing it under the Punisher banner. What? Well, it yeah, doesn't. And, 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 and so um, the, the messed up part about it is, is that, the reason why Logan feels responsible because he goes to one of these towns and there's this woman. She, he's like, what's going on here? It's the Punisher gang and blah, blah, blah. And it's your fault. Huh. And he's like, why is it freaking my fault? I just got here. And he's like, she's like, everything was fine whenever the Hulk gang was in charge. Yeah, they oh. came and took their shit. But they protected us against bullshit like this. Yeah. And ever since you got rid of the Hulk gang, we have all these 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 factions coming in and, and doing this kind of crap. So he feels like he needs to go take out the, the, what the, the gang and runs into the uh, Punisher who is still alive. He's living on his own. He's living in this freaking cave. Mm-hmm. Now he's a feeble older man. The Punisher cave. Yeah. He's a feeble older man. And they come up with a plan to go take out this crew. And you know, it's an annual. So there's extra pages, but it's a really it's a pretty good story. Um, What's the I'll, Punisher cave look like? It's just a cave. Oh man, I wanted trophies and shit. No, no. I mean, at, le- at least a board that said "Live, Laugh, and Love." Right. <laughs> and he and shoot like nobody's watching. <laughs> I think, I, and I forget. I, my my iPad just died. And I have that issue, and I forget who wrote it. But they did a really good job because the Punisher is. We can all agree that even in this continuity now he's an older character not, like he's not in his 20s like written like he's in his 20s or 30s he's older you know he's been to war he's like in his 40s so you fast forward 40 years hmm. and you know he's so he's like in his 80s yeah. but he still mentally thinks he's a badass he has it, it, oh, it's like um the vibe i got was a uh, very toby keith i'm not as good as i once was but i'm oh. as good once as i ever was yeah so he's going in he knows this is pretty much his last raw but he's going to take a good time is that, <laughs> yeah. is that toby keith but uh no i have no not, idea no. i don't either no. although i think we just name check country music right? right yeah i think okay. y'all just made references like a book i haven't read right <laughs> so um but uh, i highly recommend that old man logan annual number one it's a really good uh old man logan story and um it's pretty much self-contained in that one issue. My question is, how does Old Man Punisher punish in a world without bullets? 
No, there's bullets. I know. Well, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just drawing on the post-apocalyptic yeah. tropes. Oh my so. gosh, I would think if, <laughs> if he, it, obviously he stockpiles. But let's right, get okay. to the point right. where, like, that would be an interesting story. The last twelve bullets of the Punisher. Yeah, exactly. Right? right. Yeah. And then when he gets to the end, he finds a way to turn venom into ammunition. Ah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He, he comes into a room, and everyone's Dude, like, what? what the hell is this old man doing, and he, why does he have a bunch of water guns on him? <laughs> Those awesome Nerf. Uh, and then he, he, he pulls one off the back, shoots it, and you just see a screaming <laughs> venom coming at you. It's like a face hugger. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the face. Oh. It just swallows. All right. So we're going to wrap up this issue of the next issue. Um, I think we're going to – I'd like to get your – Final thoughts. Did you like the book? Did you love the book? Do you want to read more? I, I, I want to read more. Okay, wait So I did find the, the Old the Man issue? Logan issue. It's annual number one in, from 2018. Written by Ed Brisson, Ryan Caddy on art. And yeah, the, you see the Punisher and Logan and a baby Hulk in um, his arms. Oh, yeah. Cover, yeah. I forgot about that. Because it turns from Old Man Logan into... Uh, old Man Punisher looks pretty dope, too. He does. Yeah. But yeah, um, it, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good read. It, yeah. it adds this. Like after I read Old Man Hawkeye, well, after I read Old Man Logan, I wanted to read more stories in this world because, like I said, I I was hoping going into it that um, Old Man Hawkeye would be more of a fun ride because the, the Old Man Logan, the original story, was just so weird and fun and out yeah. there and. Um, I think that's why everybody loved it. But spider I think, buggy. Uh, I, yeah, spider buggy. Um, but I thought that Old Man Hawkeye was a more thoughtful. It was still fun. Um, the world was still great. They built a more on the world that, that, that he talked about in Old Man Logan. But I thought that the story was more thoughtful and more serious in tone than 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 old man logan and i still want to read more about this land like yeah. I, like it's it's still cool like and i think the more i want to read is because i want to see the heroes succeed whatever heroes are but left see, i, I think that's them. what's wrong with this world and yeah. i think that's why you'll you'll always they'll always be defeated right. i think this is the world that they will always lose and it's fun to visit because you are hopeful right right and you will always be wrong but is that is that hope is that hope intrinsic to the story or intrinsic to the reader, reader. and what we expect about a right. comic book story? Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, who, know, who knows? Maybe five years down the road, we have a couple more old man stories, and maybe a new group. You would have to think that people with special abilities won't stop coming about, and that even if they not, that all of them will be villains. And well, what you, if a new generation? Uh, of heroes I've, comes about to take out, to take out the Red Skull. I've seen that story. It's Next Avengers, the animated movie, and yeah. it's not bad, and it's good. It is, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the kids, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's good. I mean, because we solid get because um, in Old Man Logan, we see um, Hawkeye's daughter in a spider suit. Oh, she's doing okay. these little vigilante things, because and she has spider powers. Because she has spider powers, mm-hmm. so. Um, that kind of opens the door. I mean, and as a reader, 
a longtime reader of comics, I always want to see the Red Skull get his comeuppance. You know, as and as American, yeah. I want to see the Red Skull get his come, come up. And the fact that the don't make this political, man. The fact that the Red Skull is um, currently in office, in, in, in charge of the United States. Yeah, in cur- the Orange Skull is still in office. Yes, yeah. Um, we don't even get great villains. We get we get Octo Mom and Orange Skull. Right. Right. Those are our super villains. This is the right. worst world. This is Earth S U. This is bad continuity. <laughs> But uh, what are your thoughts on the book? Final um, thoughts? I think, I think my first thought is I like that I don't feel like you have to read Old Man Logan. No. <laughs> you don't have right? to. But, but you, you, I think you should. All of you assholes said I had to read Old Man Logan. I'm just <laughs> I, I said it, I, it, it, it helps. It but helps. you don't have to. I want you, I want you to get the full experience. Because there's things that happen in Old there's Man layers. Hawkeye that are, are not throwbacks or actually fast forwards. They definitely had to make this a book that was new reader friendly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But there's there's Solid layers on things. top of that yeah. if you've read the old man Logan story, yeah. right? That you'll get like the whole right. T Rex thing. It just, yeah. It, yeah. just yeah. it just made me giggle when I got to that page. Um, and then I don't know, maybe you could read this before you read Old Man Logan. Maybe this will prompt you to want to go back and read Old Man Logan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it certainly so. makes me want to do that. <laughs> because well. I think, <laughs> but I think uh, Josh is gonna come back and tell us that he read all of Lemire's Old Man Logan. He's like, I did not see a goddamn T Rex. <laughs> Sorry, but I you actually re- kind of want to get the Lemire stuff now because I love all his other stuff. It's, yeah. The first three volumes are on Comicsology Limited, so I'm sure it's free somewhere else too on like uh, Marvel the, Limited the Marvel, or yeah. uh, the, the, DC the, one, the, the one good part of the Old Man Logan by Bendis that I read was She Hulk. It was it was like the one. I was well, like, you also oh. get to see Emma Frost and what happens to her. I didn't care about that. I, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I'm mm. a fan of the White Queen, so no. Yeah, I, I always like are. to. See, I always oh, like. Oh, there's to see. another one I like to. Uh, well, because yeah. because black she and white king, uh, black and white so, queen. Yeah. Real quick, when Logan sees the White Queen, she looks the same. Yeah. But oh, then you also, yes. But, but then, then you see her. Then you yeah. find out why she yeah. looks the same. And she you're was like, in holy his brain. God, that would be the ultimate retcon if someone wrote X Men. She did because you were constantly in her head of the way she thinks she looks. So she oh, could be like yeah. she finally has kind of like a Melisandre. She's so powerful that she can do that and still do everything she does. So then she finally goes off and like you see her true form because she stopped doing all the other stuff to making people like see what she looks like and she just super powerful after that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I like the book. I really like the art. It looks really good. Oh, yeah. It looks Great. so good. It is good. Yeah, it feels. Like McNiven for sure because it does have all the all the lines and all the stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's its own style too. Yeah. Like it's right. it's more contemporary. It feels more contemporary as well. So it's a good mix of that too. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna keep reading Old Man Quill. As a matter of fact, uh, I always we're gonna have a little mini issue where we're gonna pour it down. Oh, get into this it was supposed to be a small episode, <laughs> but we're supposed to, we're, see we are now at an hour and a half. <laughs> We're, but we, um, we're, we're going to do a little, and we're going to talk about what we read. And I went to uh, the Dallas Comic Book Show last week. And th- I have this thing in my head that if I meet a certain artist, I'd want to get um, a particular um, character drawn by them. Um, like 
John Cassidy, I would like to have uh, one of his jacatas mm-hmm. uh, from, from Planetary. I'd love to have one personal. Chichetto, I want one of his Kate Bishops. I yeah. love the look of Kate Bishop in this book yeah. with the gray hair. Mm-hmm. She's um, great. Yeah, yeah um, just the whole costume style of her in this book is just fantastic. Now, he may go on to do other works and that may change because I like I like the look of Bullseye. Mm-hmm. You if know. this is his early work, it's only going to get better. Yeah. Well, I just hope they put him on a better you, book. You say yeah, that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, depending anyway. on what other stuff he's so, doing. Right. Or or how if he if he takes on too many assignments. Yeah. Right? You can so. go check out Daredevil, see how he's doing there. Because that's what he... he he's writing. He's, he's writing. writing. He's writing. Chip Sadarsky's writing. And Chichetto's on art. Okay, good. All right. So. Interesting. Yep. But that was it. Uh, yeah. I'll go read also... Uh, volume six of all new Wolverine. It's called Old Woman. Uh, Wolverine, I think Old Woman, Laura. What? And it's about. It doesn't take place in the wastelands, but it's about the future of Laura. So if you, okay. if you like Tom Taylor's All New Wolverine, which mm-hmm. I, I love it, uh, that's the last uh, volume. I, I did pick up Old uh, Lady Harley. The DC one, because oh, yeah, yeah. it's just funny, and it's Frank Terry, or how do you say Frank Terry? Yeah. yeah, Frank Terry. Uh, it's just fun stuff when he kind of looks and sees what Marvel's doing and takes that and just makes it makes it fun. I hope there's a T Rex in there too. <laughs> uh, no, but her wiener dog is still alive. I hope it's the same one. Yes, it has okay, robotics. <laughs> um, the, the main things I love about uh, Old Man Hawkeye is ju- the callbacks. Um, I love the art. It's fun. Uh, he really knows how to pace and, and do the pages. You know, like, I can go through every book and go, this is this is his page, or this is the one that really works. But to me, that Beatle pose, when he's just old and this is his last mm-hmm. battle, perfect. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. Um, the other thing that he, he works is... He doesn't just like go, oh, we're going to put the multiple men in here. He gives it more. He's like, oh, and they don't have a primary. Oh, and they're going to die. And they're just going to become victims of venom. Like he, like, and that's just a throwaway for And him. they also got all very cool facial hair. Like, yeah, yeah, they got really yeah, cool they facial do. hair. Yeah. They all look They like really the, lean into the old west look. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the only problem I had is there's a, on some of the layers, I kind of thought Bullseye was not the best choice. But it kind of makes sense, and it makes sense for the history they gave him. Because I always Hawkeye's felt like never really had a nemesis. I feel like it made yeah. sense because Bullseye was Hawkeye, and that's the only thing that's. That's the together. only thing I think. Of. The only yeah. other would be Black Knight, as if Black Knight came back because that was oh, his, his mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the only thing I could think of, and it doesn't make sense. I think that's you're talking about the Black Knight that uh, Atlas picks up and then just stabs him with a little sword. That's him. That, I mean, that oh. was his. That was his mentor. Oh, I thought there was two Black Knights. So Black Knight actually wears an armor and everything? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, shit. He See? did. He did. <laughs> he did. So, that won't happen. So those are the things I love from it. I, I, I think I love the series, uh, and I'm curious to see who else is alive in the kind of stories they tell. Right. If they continue to play in this kind of world, I want to see it change up a little bit because it seems to be like, you know, buddy cop, on the road, mm-hmm. one last mission. Yeah. And right. we, we need to see something different. Um you know, like, I mean, not that anyone would ever be listening to this to think it was great, but the Nightcrawler idea of, like, where are all the magic possessions in this world? Yeah, exactly. I mean, why can we only build Old West towns? Someone, Someone's got things that we could use, and you would think that the government would 
be looking for. But they're well, just trying well, to build super well, soldiers. Well, here's a here's a funny thing because, uh, and I think that's what's great about the story. It is expensive because we're only talking about the U.S. In the mm. story, we know Magneto has his own place, Utopia for for, for mutants. We know Doctor Doom has his own Latveria and yeah. his expanded Latveria. Uh, doesn't he have an area in here? Because that's where Beetle's working. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I love the, the... Oh, making Doom bots. That's right. I, yeah. lo- I love the pro-Doom yeah. political posters. Yeah, Those yeah. are so <laughs> great. Again, right. the, the, the background stuff is so... It, it, it seems throwaway, but it just... No, it just, you've got to look at the adds, It adds flavoring to the whole world. Right. It's great. Yeah. And so... Um, and Josh, your your final thoughts? Yeah, uh, same as I said earlier. I think there were a lot of hurdles for me going and reading this, just because I don't like post-apocalyptic stuff. I I had no prior knowledge of these characters. It's fantastic. It's a right. great book. Uh, well written, well drawn, very engaging. Um, I like the take on the characters, and it, as we've been talking, I just realized there's so much more subtext to the story than I think I even got in a first read. Right. Which for me always speaks volumes for I think any book right. that I read, right? If, if if you can peel away the layers and still find more, right. and it doesn't feel like it's trying or, too hard yeah, to do that, right. then yeah, I think it's so yeah, yeah it, it's fantastic. I think we'll have to do another episode on. Does the old man Logan? Does the old man Logan? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> me coming back into comic books a couple oh. of years ago when I started doing this, so that's been the main crux. I think I've done a. a Pretty much, I've read so much that I've pretty much caught up on everything except for the X Men, and the fact that Hickman is going to be writing the X Men now makes me kind of want to go back and read some of the older X Men stuff that I've missed. Um, because I just like I like Hickman's run on Fantastic Four. Yeah. I actually liked his Secret Wars. Same. I thought that story was great. Um, the things that he was able to play with, like um. Well, and the setup from the beginning of yeah. the Avengers. Now, granted, all the Battle World stuff, the the, the 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 crossover stuff that happened, I didn't read yeah. careful. But the main six issue arc of of um, Secret Wars, I thought was good. Um, you had Galactus as Franklin Richards' plaything. Yeah, I mean, just fantastic. Um, so I'm thinking about going back and reading the X Men, but going back, I there's. One character that I never in a million years thought I would like would be Thor. Mm. And Thor is one of my favorite comic book characters now um, because of reading Walt Simonson's and now oh, uh, Jason yeah. Aaron's run on Thor. Um, Hawkeye, this is like the third story. He has become one of my favorite Avengers. Mm. Period. Full stop. Because uh, like you, you have Fractions run on Hawkeye. There's... I read another old... Um, West Coast Avengers with John yeah. Byrne is so... I mean, that was what I grew up on. And right. um, uh, Mark Grunewald's uh, miniseries of Hawkeye. Yeah. I mean, and, and you throw in Kate Bishop, and a, it's just a really... Uh, I just really like Hawkeye. Like, I, like, I like the fact that he's grounded. I like the fact that he's flawed. I like the fact that um, he has some depth. Um is it is it Zeb Wells who wrote the uh, Hawkeye Spider-Man uh, issue where Hawkeye explains what it's like to be Hawkeye? Do you guys remember this uh-huh. one? Mm-hmm. So uh, Hawkeye and Spider-Man are out, and Hawkeye is just he's just shooting, and he's like, "Why do you keep doing that? You're gonna run out of arrows." He's like he's questioning what he's doing. And he's like, 
when you're on a team with a god and a super soldier and like he lists off yeah. every he he goes he goes i make one mistake i'm just that guy with the arrow right yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean he has to be perfect and so every he constantly trains it's, it was a really good i'll have to find the issue and is it, is it that avenging spider-man yes. Exactly. It's uh, Avenging Spider-Man issue four. Zeb Wells, oh, Greg Land. Sorry, uh, guys. Jay Lyson. Well, I mean, it's, at least it's two guys, right? So. Yeah. So there's no porn covers or anything. All right. Um, Greg Greg Land, the way oh. he draws. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. He put well, a the, thing on the chat. Yeah. That yeah, funny. because he drew. What What was that from? His, uh, his recent. Invisible one. That was Invisible yeah. one, wasn't it? No. That was from a different book. I'm gonna have okay. to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to our chat and see what we're what All I'm right. talking about. All right. All right. So let's cool. wrap it up. Uh, Clay, where can we find you? You can find me on the Twitters at Clay underscore Harrison. Uh, you can find me at Echo Spider pretty much everywhere. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at at Cosmosis. Um, and when is the next Dallas Comic Book Club meeting? And what it, book are y'all reading? Uh, it is the second. Thursday in uh, May. May, and we are reading Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Really? Yeah. By Matthew Rosenberg. And I'm so yeah. glad you remembered that. <laughs> Who's the artist? I can't Let's remember. See. Was it Rosenberg that did that? Yeah. I'm going to defer to yeah. everyone else here. He was drawing Felicia Hardy, and uh, she looks like Sue Richards. Oh, that's right. And every photo of her just looks like it's pulled from the cover of a porn. Uh, <laughs> he can't just draw a woman standing there, not pushing her boobs out, right. mouth agape, legs open. Agape. Agape. <laughs> All right. And yeah, it's, sorry. Yeah, Matthew Rosenberg and Tyler Boss on art for, for right. kids. Um, my name's Adrian Harry. You can find me at, at Adrian underscore Harry. Um, you'll probably see me at the next uh book club because i really want to read that book all right and um this has been next issue podcast um where can you find us i don't know clay you go ahead and say you got a mouth (laughs) itunes (laughs) stitcher google play twitch and Uh, twitter at next issue pod and facebook.com slash next issue podcast for you people that still do the Facebook. That's right. Um, yeah, we post uh, Mondays. I like to post what, what's on your pull list. So if you like that, let yeah. us know. Uh, also on Twitter. And, yeah, just keep up with that. Uh, we're trying to release episodes more regularly, as you can see. And we got three in the month, in the last month. Whoa. And we'll put this up soon. And hopefully uh, we're doing some live Twitter streams, like uh, you're going to try to do some. Yep, you go, once I get all my Detective Comics uh, covers, maybe we can go over that. Uh, so yeah, thank you. I would much. be curious yeah. to see if you could ever lock down all those, but that's how many are I don't have that much money. <laughs> 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 all right, okay. thanks for tuning in, everyone. Hail Bebo.